Hello, and welcome to Morlocks, a Let's Experiment show about finding new homes for the lost and forgotten characters of Marvel Crisis Protocol. I'm your host, Alexa White, and with me t- this week is Jonah. How are you doing? I'm doing well, thank you, Alexa. Thanks for having me. And for those who may not know you, would you mind introducing yourself a little bit? Yeah, so uh, I'm just Jonah on the uh, various discords. I've been a wargamer for in excess of 25 years now, um, starting with Games Workshop, like a, a lot of people, and then moving on to other systems. And I actually picked up Crisis Protocol in March of last year during the first lockdown here in the UK uh, as a painting project because um, I, I saw the core box and thought it looked really cool and then things kind of spiraled from there like they have for most of us and I own kind of most of the boxes now not quite all of them um, but yeah most of them and play pretty regularly probably two to three games a week now mm-hmm. I just picked up today at time of recording Carnage Mysterio Amazing Spider-Man and Black Cat in the US they yeah, are I forgot finally out. Yes, I haven't painted Amazing Spider-Man or Black Cat yet, but I have painted Carnage and Mysterio. Carnage was not fun to paint, I have to say. Well, and I go ahead. I was just saying, I love painting as much as I love playing games. I'm uh, I prefer to paint. I love, it's my favorite pastime. But oh, Carnage, all those lines. I, I can imagine. I, I have nothing painted because I found on my text, text characters that I do not actually enjoy painting. Yeah. I, I, like I said, I do, lo- I do like painting, but Carnage did feel like a chore. Yeah. Um, and as you're not one of the traditional podcasters that I have on occasionally, I, I'm asking you what character uh, do you want to see in Marvel Crisis Protocol that is not already in it? Okay, so, I mean, there's loads, obviously, mm-hmm. uh, but I think the one that I would really like to see is Wraith, uh, who is basically like Dritz the Word and in space, if anyone knows Dritz from D&D. Uh, he's a character that shows up in Annihilation Conquest uh, and is just really cool. I'd really like to see him in the game. Yeah, he looks Bit. pretty dang solid. Yeah, he, he's very cool. Um, very kind of dark past, um, really cool drawing. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Pulling out some references I don't know. That's always a fun time. Um, but that being said, who did you bring for us to talk about this week? I bought Nebula. And Nebula is a really interesting choice to talk about because... She's commonly used as a, not necessarily a splash, but like an addendum to a list. Um, while not like the primary two costa, two costas in general get a lot more play on the table because there are so few of them for how high priority their threat value is. Um, so this is probably going to be on the higher end of table time of characters we talk about, but they are rarely have lists built around them, which is the notable thing that we're going to try and do today is build a list around Nebula. Yeah, it's going to be a bit tough, I think, but mm-hmm. we'll get there. Yes. Um, and Nebula is also unique in the two-pointers, and I think just in general for characters across the game, of she does not interact with subjective tokens. No, she can't. Well, she can't score you victory points, but she can definitely help you win the game. And I think that's one of the things I like. Mm-hmm. I feel like you've seen a bit of a, a renaissance recently. I know Pat played her in his um, cut list, uh, but I played quite a lot of Nebula. I ran Guardians in season four of the TTS League and, and I played quite a lot with her around then. And I've up to about 25 games for my spider foes at the moment, and she's in that list as well. So yeah. I have her on the table quite a bit. I really, really like her. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're looking for like new homes for her, so I don't think we're going to touch on either of those options because she's kind of been a, a tech piece in spider foes for a while now, um, going back before the new additions. Um, and, of course, she has her home affiliation, the Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, yeah, her only affiliation, lesser. Yeah. Um, poor, unwanted Nebula. 
Yeah, I I'm a little surprised they did not put her in Blackwater because she's kind of kind of oscillates between those affiliations at times. Yes, I, I wonder if that was something to do with gang balance, and they didn't want them having an affiliated two threat. Um, I 100% believe that, and honestly, I prefer it that Blackwater does not have an affiliated two because if they could go full affiliated, Thanos, Corvus, Glaive, uh, Mind, Reality, Nebula at Fourteen, mm. yeah, the dreaded fourteen. Um, that's a topic for a different podcast, I think. Yeah, not not this podcast because because we we are here to have a fun time, not always a competitive time. Absolutely. Um, and of note, she also has no inherent, uh, no active or reactive superpowers. She's all attacks, and um continuous innate superpowers yeah uh and she has three really interesting uh uh immunities in bleed poison and stun yeah i think stun is the big one because uh i've always found i i when we, we get tactics cards as tactics cards that i want her to be able to pay for in particular and her big attack or the salt you generally want to try and get off as, as much as possible. Yeah. <laughs> Were there any affiliations that jumped out to you as things you wanted to bring up? No. No, looking at her, I think um, she's got a low health pool. So if we are focusing on that, I think we want to keep her alive. So I think we want someone in who can buff that defense. So maybe Doctor Strange or Cable. Um, that doesn't necessarily mean we have to sort of go with affiliations with those characters, but I wonder whether they might be helpful for keeping her alive. Um, the other option is doing uh, characters who can take the attacks off of her. Oh, yes. Yeah. Um, that, yeah, that doesn't tend to... The way I normally play her is I kind of look at a target and just kind of torpedo her mm-hmm. towards... I, I really like making my opponents make difficult choices in MTP, and I think Nebula is great at that mm-hmm. because, like we said, she can't score VP herself, but you run her at someone that is scoring VP, and either your opponent has to devote resources to doing something to her, whether it's uh, dazing her or KOing her or just trying to get some of the conditions that she is allowed or, or pushing her or whatever. Or they ignore her because she's not scoring VPs, but then she can do very horrible things to those people who are scoring VPs. So uh-huh. I don't tend to have a too near bodyguards, although, you know, the defensive buffs are only kind of range three as well. So yeah. um, maybe I need to be a bit more cautious with her if we're building a list around her. Well, and it's also building a list around her. I think we're building an inherently aggro go-forward list because we are... Because that's the way that she excels and supplementing that. And we may just do a too-many-target-style list where Nebula is one of those targets and the one target that's going to be in the list most often other than the affiliated choices because she's really good at that go-forward style. Yeah. So maybe not Cable then, because uh, he definitely doesn't go forward. He hangs around at the back, pew-pewing people. Yeah. Um, um, Strange tends to, I found, hang a bit back, but he can get into the mix. You know, he, he, with his defensive buffs and his re-rolls, he's not afraid to hang out uh, up in people's faces. And I think Defenders is a good one to talk about because it has multiple things we are already talking about within it. Uh, we're talking about those defensive buffs that Doctor Strange can give out. Um, and he's, his affiliation ability also allows her to change her damage types, which is really interesting. Um, and give her another condition to play with because she is a conditioned character. She is yes. probably the most condition-based character of the two-pointers. Um, oh, oh, definitely, I think, of the two-pointers. Yeah. yeah. Um, know, why does her Shock Sword Assault give Stun Lexa? It makes no sense. It should give Shock. It's called a Shock Sword. <laughs> it's because you're doing a combo. Okay, I'll take your word for it. 
uh, aggravates me a great deal. I know it's something that puts uh, Jacob as well as Avia Protocols. I know he thinks it's very frustrating, and I agree. Uh, also in the Defenders is Luke Cage, this character that can take attacks off of um, Nebula while also not caring about Nebula's positioning. Yes, yeah. Uh, and of course, uh, Iron Fist and Luke Cage have both uh, got heroes for hire. Yep. That's uh, another way to take an attack off her. So yeah, I, th- I think I think Defender sounds good. Mm-hmm. Uh I wanted to bring up a couple other things here or there. First, uh, one I wanted to talk about Inhumans. Um, the, uh, because she is not a character that interacts with objectives and only ever spends her powers on attacks, having, being able to pass the power off to someone who does have active superpowers is strong. Yeah, I do. I do think all give her power as well. I think yeah. the other way around can work. Uh, I kind of like her in A Force for that reason as well. Yeah. Um, and obviously, with a six threat leader, having a, a two threat splash is always nice. Mm-hmm. Um, not that A Force need to bring in anyone from outside. They've got a huge roster. Yes. Um... Um, but yeah, I think. Uh, I think. I like her slightly more in Defenders. I think if we're going to build the list around her, mm-hmm. uh, we, we've got access to pentagrams so we can, you know, slingshot her forward, get into people's face. Fantastic. So let's get... So we start off with Doctor Strange, of course. I'm guessing we want the Soul Gem as well. I was going to say, we have to take the Soul Gem, don't we? Mm-hmm. Um, so that's six yeah. points right there. we want Iron Fist and Luke Cage supporting that, or do we think just Luke's enough? Uh, I really like Iron Fist. Yes. Uh, I've made a prediction that he is going to be the most taken three threat in Season 6 of the TTS League. Uh-huh. Because he he's very good. He could potentially push, push Valkyrie off, which is another in-affiliation character we should talk about. Yeah, if we go in, in affiliation, I think we probably take both. Um, just because uh, if we want to distract people from Nebula, uh, they're both very good at it. No one likes Valkyrie, and Iron Fist, particularly when he gets power, kind of forces your opponent's activation. I, I had a game yesterday, and uh, my opponent had Iron Fist, and he had enough power to Iron Fist, so I just had to activate and try and take him out first, or um so again that makes difficult choices and distracts from nebula so i definitely think uh we, we buying fist in there mm-hmm. uh and then also uh something i want to talk about is the new boys in the uh defenders affiliation moon knight and blade yeah we have to take moon knight because i love him so much he's so great cool we are just stacking up those three pointers we are, yeah. I haven't put Valkin in mine yet. Uh, okay. I'm, uh, I'm using Assemble and just checking some characters in. I haven't put Valkin yet, uh, although I think we probably should. But like you said, we probably need some other threats, don't we? we probably yes. need, probably need at least one four threat. Mm-hmm. Um, do we want any of the affiliated ones? They're not great. I am a big fan of Corset Peter Parker. Oh my, I'm. Not. I mean, he. he I, I definitely think he is unfairly maligned. He's not as bad as, as most people make out. Um, but we're going quite aggro with this list, aren't yeah. we? And I, don't, I don't think he suits that. Uh-huh. Uh, we have the new boy Blade that we could talk about. We could also talk about Wolverine. Oh, yes, yes. Oh, yeah, there's lots of false threats. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was thinking we had a couple. Um... Blade I've played against twice, uh, and I've been relatively impressed with him, um, both in Midnight Suns, and I think Bump helps him a lot, although, of course, we're I'm sure we're going to be taking pentagrams when we get tactics cards, so... Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Blade is in with a shout. Wolverine, yeah. Yeah. That's probably sums up how I feel about him. Cool. So with... So my count right now is we have eight characters, all of them affiliated except for Nebula. So we, we we're going with Blade. 
Uh, I have Blade in here right now, because I think of the affiliated four-cost options, which I think we'll want for 15, um, just because a 6 plus a 4 plus a 3 plus a 2 is 15. Yes. Yeah, I think we run four wise on, on 15 and go aggro. Mm -hmm. um, I've got seven, so who am I missing? Did you put Valkin? I have Valkin currently. Do we want to in, or do we want to leave that space open for maybe a five threat in affiliation and then play more with out of affiliation threes? Um, I mean, I think she's a, an excellent three cost. Most people take her out of affiliation, so uh, I think we put her in for now and mm -hmm. maybe we swap her out. Yeah, she is. She's an excellent character. It's it's very hard to turn down a Valkyrie, isn't it? Well, there there is a synergy piece that I want to talk about at three points. That's out of affiliation. Okay, let's have that conversation then. Which is Baron Mordell. Ooh, a new one. Okay. Uh, we are currently talking about two characters, Nebula and Moon Knight, who have reroll all on their attacks, and adding extra dice to reroll all attacks is really good. Yes, yeah. Um, he's, oh, he's not on the affiliation list yet, is he? Nope. I mean, he might end up affiliated to Defenders as well, mightn't he? Um, uh, probably not, because he's a bad guy. Doesn't he flip-flop, or am I confusing him with someone? Uh, he, he is generally mostly on Mr. Uh, Dormammu's side, from what yeah. I remember. Uh this is a very subdued look for him. Uh, let me pull up his original costume so you can see what he looks like in the comics. Um, that will much more distinctly tell you why he's a bad guy. Here, it's in the general chat. That it's... is his original costume. Oh, yeah, that is... Uh... I quite like that, actually. Yeah, I kind of wanted that costume because it's so much more interesting. <laughs> Although he's a bit whitewashed in that picture. Uh, it's, that is from like the 60s. Yeah. So this is not a case of him being whitewashed as them having added diversity later on. Okay. That makes sense? Yes, yes. Yeah, just reading his card. I, I like him, yeah. I think he is, is going to be good. Mm -hmm. Um. Yeah, adding dice and soul barb as well. Um, and we're already playing defenders where we give out the hex condition off of our affiliation ability. Yeah, Nebula doesn't give out any of those other conditions, unfortunately. So he doesn't synergize quite as well directly with her. Mm -hmm. But I think, yeah, she's going to uh, hopefully be paying for attacks. And if she's getting buffed attacks, she's pretty reliably going to get the damage that will allow us to put hex on models. Oh, yeah. So I think Mordo's a great shout. I think we do it. Mm -hmm. Let's put him in. Do we do it at the expense of Valkyrie or as well as Valkyrie for now, do you think? Uh, let's see if there are anything else that jumps out to us that we need. Uh, and we'll start having that conversation when we start getting over that 10 character limit. Okay. Do we need... So we've got one five threat, one four threat, and obviously Nebula at two threat. Do we want to repeat any of those values? Because I think we've we've probably got enough three threats. Yeah. We can go we can go five wide at fourteen for the big bogeyman at the moment that is sword base. Yeah, because we can go what three three three. Yeah, four threes and and our girl Nebula. Uh, and four. Uh, we, at the moment, we've got a choice of of five three threats, and they're all really good three threats. Yeah. Um, I'm a little sad um, that it's the way that the math works out is just off where we cannot play Midnight Suns at 14. Uh, yes. Um, because uh, we do have three midnight, uh, four Midnight Suns members in here, including their leader already. Because um, Blade, Moon Knight, Iron Fist, and Doctor Strange are all members of the Midnight Suns. Yeah, but that's not going to allow us to go five wide, unfortunately, yeah. because of Blade. But at 15, at 15, we do get to go five wide uh, Midnight Suns. 
Uh, yeah, what we're doing, Blade, Moon Knight, Iron Fist, Nebula, and A3 to choose. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Mm-hmm. I like that. So dual affiliation. Mm-hmm. We'll oh. see how we do for tactics cards. At first glance, I feel like we've got space. Yeah, I, I think we got some space in there. And Midnight Suns have a lot of really interesting tactics cards, so we'll get into that conversation then. Um, but we have one more spot, and I think, uh, uh, and I think currently we actually are pretty good on values. Cause the, the one value I was thinking we were going to have issues with was 16, but I think we can go Midnight Suns at 16. Um, Blade, uh, cause we need, uh, brain, brain, we, brain, brain. Let's actually... Well, we could go- we could go four wide Midnight Suns at, at 16 if we wanted, because we could do Soul Strange Blade, uh, and then... Oh, no, then we wouldn't have our, our Gil Nebula, though, so we can't do that. Okay, we so we ne- can go five wide uh, uh, Defenders without the Soul Gem at 16. Oof, that's brave. No Soul Gem. Yes. But it is, we're playing Iron Fist, Luke Cage, Valkyrie, Nebula, Doctor Strange. That's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, does mean no round one pentagrams, though, which I, I feel like Nebula does enjoy. Yes. Um, so for us to kind of get around that, we would need another five threat to go four wide at that yeah, 16 value. I mean, the obvious choice is to go back to our affiliation list and take Amazing Spider-Man. That is one choice. Uh, the other choice I wanted to bring up, because we were talking about double-classing, was Ghost Rider. Okay. The character that is in both Midnight Suns, the five thread in both Midnight Suns and Defenders, but we may not need him. Yeah, I don't think we need him for affiliation, but um, I, I, again, played against him just the once in Midnight Suns. We were playing on Hammers, which I think is something that Midnight Suns like, and I was pretty impressed by him. Um, he moves so much. Yeah, can get that first hammer straight away, uh, and that makes his attack pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other one I want to bring up is the more damage-dealing one, Scarlet Witch. Yeah, and of course, if we go out to affiliation, we've got our old friend, the ever-popular MODOK as well. Ah, MODOK. Yeah, that's how I feel, but I think he's always got to be in the conversation. Um, both of those. Uh... <laughs> Does he always have to be, or can we just gentlemen's agreement to acknowledge that yes, he exists, but is kind of boring at this point? Oh, yeah, I'm happy to do that, yeah, yeah. I'm happy to admit him from our considerations just for that, because we've seen plenty of MODOK over the <laughs> all two-year lifespan of the game now. The um, other option that we have for 16 that would be out of the box and adding a third affiliation to this list, uh, but I do want to bring up, is bringing in Adormammu as our final pick. Oof, the big boy, the new hotness. Um, I I haven't played with or against him, so uh, I, I'm not sure of his effectiveness. I yeah. mean, Nebula likes power. She can heal. She heals at the start of her activations, which is pretty nice if she takes any damage from the leadership. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we just have two of our three threats, which is like an Iron Fist... Uh, Baron Mordell with extra power. Yeah, he's got really good ways of spending his power as well, so he probably isn't in danger of uh, taking damage from the leadership. Mm-hmm. Um, and we afford the tactics card, so... Yeah. Um, that's, that's the big thing, I think, with him. I don't think we would have the room for the tactics card, so... Uh, maybe we go back to uh, to Scarlet Witch, then. I'm good with Scarlet Witch. She she is a powerhouse that likes to go through a portal. Yeah, yes, I, that was the point I was going to make. Yeah, another one loves going through a portal. Mm-hmm. Um, just creates more difficult choices. Mm-hmm. Um, she likes extra dice as well. Yeah, she does. Because her dice are better than most characters. Yes, yeah, because uh, she counts five sides when she's attacking. Yeah, yes. five, isn't it? 
yeah, so she goes really well. Um, and I also build as well, obviously works yeah. well with stuff. And the other thing that I want to kind of bring up about her is that she defenders is going to help her more now that we're getting up this mystic wave where suddenly mystic defense is a thing. Yes. Yeah, being able to be like, okay, I won't be Mystic for this attack. Let's be something else. Yeah, and that will also help Baron Mordeaux, as we talked about earlier. Um, just, we have a lot of single attack type characters on this list that will really benefit from the Midnight Suns. Uh, not Midnight Suns, uh, Defenders. Yes, yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm, uh, I like that. Mm-hmm. Are we settled on these 10 then, do we think? Is, is there anyone who's jumping out to you as a character you wanted to get in here that isn't in here right now? Uh, only really Amazing Spider-Man, just because uh, I've played him a couple of times in Defenders, and he's uh, he's done pretty good for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, as you were, unfortunately, on the receiving end of some crazy dice from me, um, courtesy of, of Mr. Amazing Spider-Man. Yeah. Um, but if we're going the aggro route... Uh, I think probably Scarlet Witch is the right choice. I think Amazing Spider-Man wants to get stuff and run away, whereas we're just going to put people up in people's face and try and beat them down. Mm-hmm. And the other thing I want to bring up about Amazing Spider-Man is I think he's going to be... I think once people realize that uh, March for Death is a card, he is going to become a lot less scary. Yeah, I played Mark for Death quite a lot when it first came out as well, because uh, I was playing Web Warriors, and Web Warriors were pretty hot. And I think as more and more characters have got into the game, more affiliations, it's kind of dropped off the radar because it's less necessary. But I agree with you. I think we'll see a lot of Amazing Spider-Man soon. So Mark for Death is, is going to be a good card to take. Well, and it also, we have a lot more long movers in the game now than we did at that point. Um, yeah, and Mark for Death is great against long movers. Yeah, we were discussing uh, me and my friend Christopher, who you've had on the, yes. the podcast. Well, we were discussing it on the way back from an event the other day, and it does, that card does so much. Makes you slow move, makes you lose stealth, makes you use your rerolls. It's so good mm-hmm. for two power across two characters within five of a character. Yeah, it doesn't have a high opportunity cost. Uh, so, um, uh, uh, have we just segued into tactics cards discussion? I guess so. Yeah, so, sh- should we use Mark for Death? I am always down to take Mark for Death. It yeah. also helps Nebula more than most people, because getting rid of defensive rerolls for Nebula, uh, who has a bunch of offensive rerolls, makes her dice so much markedly better than the opponent's dice, certainly. Oh, yeah. I'm just thinking, if we've already got someone hexed, and they've got an objective, and we're doing our six-dice attack, and Baron Mordo has buffed it, and we're re-rolling all, and they can't re-roll or explode hits. I mean, that's a lot of things to happen, but that is probably someone obliterated by Nebula. Yes. Uh, But let's talk about affiliated cards. We are taking pentagrams. Obviously, yeah. Uh, And we're taking, I think, heroes for hire. Definitely, yeah. Um, I think we want... Uh, I'm going to call it Midnight Suns Forever because I can't remember what it's called. Uh, what is it called? It is the, not in my thing yet. Yeah, I'm just looking in uh, Assemble to see if it's been... Yeah, these are like freshly announced, shown off stuff, so they aren't yeah. in the tool builders that we use. Siege of Darkness, that's what it's called, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. Uh, yeah. Uh, trying to find one of these that has them in. I know that they were shared yesterday in one of my Facebook chats. So there I'm we just go. Going... So, so there are three Midnight Suns cards to talk about. Uh, we 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 have already mentioned Siege of Darkness, which I think is very solid. Yes. Um, but we also have Banishment. Um, which is, after an attack made by an allied Midnight Suns character is resolved, if the attack dice uh, attack rolls contains a crit, wild, or hit, 
The character may spend two power, uh, target character, and enemy characters within two gain the stun condition. Yeah, I I I like it. I think it's a decent card. I'm not sure we fit it in an eight that's going dual affiliation now. The one I do think may go in our eight um, is Bats the Ghost Hound. Which is when a allied Midnight Suns is modifying its attack or defense dice, it may spend two. Change one of the allied character's attacks or defense dice to any result. This effect may change skulls. Yeah, I I wasn't very hot on this card when I first saw it. I thought it was a bit too situational for two power. Uh, and then some of the various people on Discord kind of pointed out how many Midnight Suns have kind of specific triggers on their attacks. Um, yeah. So things like Moon Knight hitting the stagger on his bow staff, for example. Mm-hmm. Uh, or, and I think the most powerful of these, is Blades Pierce, because suddenly that's a two-success swing. Yes, yeah. Uh, particularly if you if you change a skull just for the uh, you know the absolute kind of rubbing it in. Mm-hmm. It um, gets you your stun on Iron Fist as well. And of course, if we do run Strange because he is in the Midnight Suns, um, we can Mystic Binding people. Yes. Um, and, and Strange, presuming we're running in with a Soul Gem, is someone who's not going to struggle for the power to play it, I don't think. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so I think, yeah, I think I think we take Bats the Ghost Hand. Mm-hmm. We're at five cards so far. Yep. We haven't talked about Scarlet Witch. Mm-hmm. We don't have any of the BNR cards. Nope. And we don't have anything specifically for Nebula yet. Um, I think so, maybe we should talk about her. So, I, I want to make a suggestion for us uh, that is actually going to be going to affect our taxes cards, but it's an extract. I think we are actually a pretty solid Panic Grips team. Oh. Oh, okay. Oh, that's a big call. Um, um, because we have Valkyrie and Iron Fist and Soul Strange. Yeah, that is true. Um, and I think if we're building around Nebula, the one thing I would say is that you want uh, as many points on, uh, not not VPs, but as many kind of points that people stand on or things that people pick up on the board as possible to maximize their targets. Mm-hmm. And that is a four-point object, a four-token four objective. It is. It does mean we can't run the all-you've-got-doom prophecy dream with Nebula. But she doesn't use her strike that much, so maybe yeah. you don't want doomed. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, she is mostly energy attacks. Okay. Yeah, all right. I like it. I, I've never put this together using Panic since it hit the BNR. Um, but yeah, let's let's do Panic. Yeah. Um, so but... that means we only get one of the uh, other BNR uh, restricted cards. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to say it's all you've got. Okay. I don't know if you've got thoughts. Yeah, um, I am fine with all you've got. Yeah. Um, the one most likely to be banned next time. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, we're recording this uh, towards the end of August. Hopefully this goes out before the BNR, which I think it, we're due around the second weekend of September, aren't we, they've said. We're, they haven't put a definite date, but... Uh-huh. Um, but I I, this this will be out before then. Um, this is coming out, uh, the first week of September, so. As a slight aside, I mean, I play all you've got a lot. Uh, I, like I said earlier, I've played about 25 games of Spider-Foes now, and I've got it in my Spider-Foes list. I was playing Black Order before that, so obviously I was playing all you've got. Uh-huh. I'm fine with it hitting the ban list. I think it's kind of too impactful on the game, and there's too many affiliations that can just, play it, play field dressing, and just don't get any negative yeah. from it. I think uh, I think its combination with field dressing is, is the problem. Because I, I find it's it, that combination and specifically Corvus are the two that really 
take, oh, you've got it and put it over the top for me. I think other places it does kind of what it's intended to. Um, and it's low impact enough that it... It, it's it's high impact enough, but punishing enough that it seems fail. Um, but I yeah. think there are enough edge cases that can be exploited that it is something that sadly needs to push off, even though I think it actually raises some of the lower end characters more than it uplifts the higher end characters higher, if that makes sense. Well, I think it's fantastic with Nebula, who is our, our focus today. Oh, she yeah. loves all you've got. Um... And, and very often can all you've got round two because um, you, you move up, use her blaster pistol for a power, double blaster pistol the next round, so two more guaranteed power, and you can have all you've got online if you want. Mm-hmm. Um, and another card that I do really like to play with her um, is Blind Obsession. Yes, I, I do love myself some Blind Obsession. Yeah, and, and again, that is one where you can just move up, blast the pistol someone round one, and then with your power from round two, you can blind obsess straight away. Um, and she's quite good at isolating targets. Yes. Um, might be a bit more difficult if we're sending her through a pentagram, but hopefully she can just pop through and double taps on without having to move, so she, she gets the two power at the end of round one still. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Um, that leaves us do- with one more. It does. And I think some very difficult decisions because we don't have either of Scarlet Witch's cards mm-hmm. and we don't have advanced R&D, which, uh, if we're going the defender's route, is a favourite. Yeah, um, for sure. Um... I don't know how much Midnight Suns want it. Um yeah. I have not Don't played have enough, enough experience with or against them to know whether. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they they do have Iron Fist though, and and he's always someone. If you've got advanced R and D, you know, he can give out two power round one, which is quite nice. Mm-hmm. Um, I think if we're going to play defenders, if we're thinking, let's just put people through a portal and be really aggressive. I think we have to take advanced R and D so that Strange can go through, don't we? Okay, fair enough. And it's Nebula is also. If we're talking about send Nebula through a portal, get two power, certainly she has two power that she can advance on D to other people very quickly. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, to, one's a strange, obviously, so he can come through. Um, but also, we we do have Iron Fist, so if we want to keep that power for Nebula so that she can... Uh, do Blind Obsession maybe round two, or all you've got round two, mm-hmm. Iron Fist the portal and even if he fluffs some attacks he can he's still got a power left over to chat to strange well as long as you're within range three you can just fly and kick and gain automatic power yep yeah, um, do let power yeah so i think that is a pretty solid tactics lineup so that leaves us just with extracts and secures okay well we've got one already which is good and i want to add on a second extract already which is cube uh, yeah, definitely. I love Nebula on Struggle for the Cube. Mm-hmm. There's there's five points to pick up, so it, it's usually easy to find someone who's got one to get all your re-rolls on. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'd advocate spiders for the same reason. Very fair, and I, I'm okay with spiders. Um, but let's, let's quickly talk about our 17 then. Um, that would, what, be Soul Strange, a bunch of three-pointers and Nebula? I think so. Yeah. So what, we, we could go to... Soul Strange, Iron Fist, Valkyrie, Baron Mordo, Nebula? Yeah, seems solid. Yeah. Uh, we, we, we could swap, you know, Valka, Moon Knight, or... Well, I don't think Iron Fist ever comes out. Actually, I think Iron Fist is pretty stapled, but... Mm-hmm. Um, we've got Flex. Uh, we can go four wide as well. Uh, if we're facing other affiliations, because I think probably... Oh, can we go forward with Nebula, though? I don't think we can. Scratch that. Let's let's do some math. So we can do 6, um, 11. Yeah, 13 with Nebula. Yeah, and, and then, then Moon Knight. 
Oh, not uh, Moon Knight, Blade. Blade, yeah. yeah. So we could go four wide um, if we want to kind of stay on top of priority, you know, if we come up against other fairly shallow teams like mm -hmm. uh, Opposing Defenders or Brotherhood. Yeah. So yeah, I like that. I think we've got I think we've got good options at seventeen. Mm -hmm. And then nineteen, we just turn one of those three points three pointers into a uh, Scarlet Witch. Yeah. And yeah, we have so five wide at seventeen uh, at nineteen, which is fairly solid. Yeah, quite, and again, aggressive. So it plays into our aggressive game plan, I think. Yeah, that would be like Iron Fist, Valkyrie, Doctor Strange with the Soul Gem, Scarlet Witch, Nebula, just to have all that extra power gen because we are doing Panic Grips. Yeah, yeah, that's a really good. Uh, that's a really good nineteen, actually. I think um, on that scenario, um, and we, I guess we pentagrams over to one of the opponents back civilians and, and force them to go get it um, mm -hmm. and then depending how the board is maybe we can send Iron Fist uh, no he doesn't make it with a double medium move does he um, no, but we do but uh, you can definitely uh, so Iron Fist can portal if you put the portal in the middle of the board um and you have advanced R&D, I think you can go portal through, move forward to your opposing B, pick it up, move back to the portal, and then uh, with advanced R&D, you suddenly have a third power to go back through the portal. Uh, you can only go through a portal once around, can't you? Uh, I thought it was each individual portal point, because they're different uh, tokens. Uh, Let's no, read no. portals. I'm pretty sure you can only do it once or use them once around. Uh, yes. Anytime during a event, so what Yeah, so. Mm -hmm. But still, uh, you can get that move in and move back and be in the protection squad of the rest of your team. Yeah, or, or we put the pentagrams near the one that we want them to go pick up and then just have Scarlet Witch kind of move up and obliterate them. Mm-hmm. Very fair. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what about secures? We, we've got that good 19 threat team and we want to go aggressive. So demons, I think, seems yeah. fitting. Demons seems very fitting. It is a, it is a game plan where it's, it's not as many points on the board because it's only three points, but those three points make it harder for you to attack. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, defend and... against attacks. Yeah, and Nebula, if if you're incinerated and she's getting all those rerolls, and if Baron Mordo is making her dice better, that's uh, yeah, that's a lot of aggression out of her, which is what we want. Mm -hmm. um, okay, I think we may want a uh, one of the bees. Uh, yeah, do we want Infinity Formula or Mutant Madman though? Um, that is, let's let's look at our stats quickly. Uh, Nebula isn't going to be interacting, um, but Doctor Strange is a three strength. Uh, Iron Fist is three. Luke is four, I think. Yeah, Luke's four. Valkyrie three. Uh, Moon Knight is three. Blade is a four. Yeah, uh, Mordo probably it, doesn't want to be that feeble, but is only a two. Yeah, it's I. Uh, with how many fours we have on energy defense, though, because we do have a lot of fours on energy defense, um, with Doctor Strange and uh, Scarlet Witch, um, who are kind of two of the players we talked about very keenly. We we have options. To, we have options for both of the styles of pay to flip. Yeah, I wonder if. Um... Do we go into Midnight Suns if we play Mutant Madman? Um, Let's do our math then. Because uh, so, it's Blade... 18, I, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So 7, 9, 10, 11, 12. No. Yeah. So it would be Blade, Doctor Strange... 
with a soul gem. That's 10. Nebula is 12. Um, then it's 3 and 3. So we do Iron Fist and Luke Cage. Right? Yeah, Luke Cage would be my pick on, on Mutant Madman. Yeah. Um, uh, you've got a lot of board coverage for Lethal Protector if you do that as well. If you have yeah. you know, one of them go up each sort of uh, wing, if you like, of, of yeah. the B. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I'm a, I'm okay with Mutant Madman. Cool. So let's get that in want, there. Do we want to double down on Bs and go Infinity? Um, I feel like, if particularly if we go the Defenders route, we've got quite an advantage on power. So mm-hmm. maybe we don't want Infinity because we don't want mm-hmm. to give our... Yeah. I don't, uh, I don't think Infinity is the best one to go for for us. Um, just because we already have... We, we're bringing one... It's we don't want to get in a situation where it's Infinity Formula um, uh, panic grips. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Um, okay, so I don't think we want D-maps for these guys, do we? No, I don't think so. So how about um, another Peter Flip? Meteors, you think? Yeah. With the announcements? Yeah. It's either that or we be mean and go sword. I we have an unaffiliated sword. Um, what was it? Valkyrie, Iron Fist, uh, Moon Knight, Baron Mordo, and Nebula. I think we can play either affiliation. I mean, we don't need to play defenders because Pentagrams is our only defenders card, but mm-hmm. we could play. Could we play Midnight Suns? No, we can't. Can we? Iron Fist, Moon Knight? No. Yeah, so... But I think Unaffiliated is fine, but does that force our tactics cards a little bit? Yeah, that makes our tactics cards kind of awkward. Because suddenly we're playing... Well, we get um, yeah. Heroes for Hire, or you've got Blind Obsession, Advanced R&D, Mark for Death as our five. Yeah, we've gotten zero choice at all there. Mm-hmm. Um Let's not choose sword on principle because I hate it and I was, I've said it on the disc because I think it's bad for the game. So yeah, I'm hoping it's going to get restricted on the next restricted list. I would be happy if it went straight to the ban. I don't like it for a lot of reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, not the purpose of, of this show. So yeah, uh, yeah I, I think Meteors is a good one. Um, You've already said, you know, we've got a number of good energy defenses. And and even those that aren't good, if you like, are still threes. Um, and we also but... have a lot of excess power. So the Peter Flips aren't hurting us as much as it's hurting our opponents. Um... Yeah. It's 17 again, isn't it? So, yeah. yeah, Strange with the gem and Nebula is eight. And then 3-3, three, three, so Mordo has got four energy defense. Mm-hmm. And he generates, and, he can generate three power in a turn. Yeah. And, um, does cost an action, though, so he wouldn't be able to get to one first turn if he did that. Well, we do have portals. We would have a pentagram, yeah. yeah. So we could pay one, go through, do an action, get some more power, flip, advanced R&D. I like that a lot. Yeah. Um, and, and if we wanted, we could go quite narrow if we really wanted to play aggressive and fade the flip because Scarlet Witch is four energy defense. So if we mm-hmm. take her and change at 11, and then Nebula is uh, 15, and then we take Blade to yeah. stay affiliated. Who, who is generally weak to energy attacks, but he's still three energy defense. So he's not yeah. terrible at paying to flip. Uh huh. He doesn't have his reroll any on on energy is the one thing. He gets reroll any on physical and mental attacks. Yeah. The cost of yeah. two power. Um But yeah, I I I haven't played Meteors for ages actually, but I like it with this uh with this squad. I got to play it a fair bit in the three box challenge league. I've just started one of those Ooh. for us. 
I'm TOing one um, for all us non-content producers. So there's there's 20 people signed up, including Mark, who's the uh, instigator of the three box challenge. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I guess I'll end up playing it a bit now because it is a core set crisis. Yes. Uh, what are you playing in the three box challenge? I'm playing X Force. Very fancy. Um, yeah, and I have brought sword because I can. But mostly just so people pick secures against me and I can pick extracts. As I've already said, I don't actually like swords. It's a bit of a bluff because x kind of suck at it because their models are too expensive. Mm-hmm. Uh, has anyone in the league followed in my footsteps and gone uh, death and taxes? Uh, I don't think so. What What have you got in yours? You, you've got like the crazy root list, haven't you? Yeah, it's Loki. Uh, it was uh, Loki Hella... Groot Rocket, Deadpool Bob were my boxes. No, no one's gone too janky. Uh, everyone's gone for actual affiliations. There's a really good split, though. Um, the first round only got drawn yesterday. Um, I managed to get my game in. I think a couple of other games got played. So, um, yeah, we're underway. We're underway. Yes, for, for those of you who are looking to do three box challenges at your local area, you can get some weird stuff going. If you want to. Um, I also have a crazy three box uh, condition dot list brew. Um, that is quite something. Yeah, if, if you're less um, into the janky list, you, you can put some there's some pretty fun stuff in, in affiliations. I don't think there's too many affiliations that um, struggle with it. But yeah, you, you, you can go wild. Um, yeah, the, we, we... the notable affiliation that has issues is Criminal Syndicate. <clears throat> yeah, I feel like anyone who needs a box with just one person in it feels a little bit like they're... Well, um, it's, it's... Criminal Syndicate specifically has no boxes with two unaffiliated characters together in it. On it. Yeah, that's uh, that is sad times. Um, uh, anyway, we've taken a tangent. Um, that's but... okay. We're padding out the runtime. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I'm sure you can put the the three box challenge stuff in the in the show notes if people yes. want to check. It's it's a great format. It's another uncreated format to play the game, mm-hmm. um, a bit like the Heroes for Higher League, and I I think it's it's brilliant. I love all these old formats that the community are coming out with. They've been really good. Yeah, and you got to swack me in a Heroes for Hire uh, match. Yeah, well, my dice did, yes. Yeah. Yeah. But... Yeah, play, playing Defenders uh, into Wakanda, which feels like quite a good match for Defenders generally because, you know, I'll just turn off Black Panther, but when when your dice do literally everything you want them to. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> When you're pretty consistently rolling successes equal to dice. Yes. Yeah. I, I think the speculative attack on Killmonger with Amazing Spider-Man before I ran away with two cubes that did like four damage to him, I think, just summed the game up. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, and then you attacking my Amazing Spider-Man who only had one wound with Shuri and you got four successes and I got two defense and I needed two more uh, off my rerolls, and I got them both again. I think just sometimes, sometimes dice will dice. Yeah, sometimes they will dice. Um, it was it was definitely a fun game, if a little frustrating at times. Yeah, I can appreciate that. But uh, another format for uh, I, I imagine most people listening are probably already aware of it. But it's mm-hmm. a, another great format that's that's worth checking out. Jacob actually streamed our last on his Twitch channel, Xavier Protocols. Mm-hmm. So if you want to actually look at us bidding for characters and Lexa deliberately bidding people up quite often, which uh, yes, is always... I am uh, the maniac in that league, consistently. Yeah, I uh, I do love, I love doing it though. I love the auction where you're like, well, I don't want this person to get this character for that cheap, but then I don't want to accidentally end up with them. Yes, um, I managed to get someone to buy Bullseye in the first round. Yeah, for like seven, which then became the joke of the, the, the entire draft. Um, it's great the way drafts uh-huh. tell their own stories like that. Yeah, um, I don't think there is like a bad format for 
Marvel Crisis Protocol at this point, because it's like, I think Battleworm is also really solid, and I think Collector is like the unsung hero of the formats and does not get enough love. Yeah, I've done a couple of Collectors, and it, it's really fun. I think the the one downside of Collector is really it's just four players, um, mm-hmm. so, you know, you can't get kind of bigger leagues going off with it, but mm-hmm. I think Battlegrounds is definitely my least favourite format, uh, but I still enjoy it. I think Pat said it maybe on the battle rounds discussion that Norbert held, he said, you know, he just loves to play Marvel crisis protocol and, and I'm the same. So I, I yeah. love the fact that we've got all these different formats to play. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, I think heroes for hire is probably my favorite way to play the game. Uh, and I think three box challenge is up there as well. Um, mm-hmm. I, I love restrictions on things. So you, you get to play some lesser played characters or lesser played tactics and things. Yeah. Um, as someone who's starting to TO their local scene, three box challenge is going to be very important for the local scene because we have a lot of new players actually coming into the game locally. Yeah, I think there's uh, there's probably some work that could be done on um, trying to merge in three box challenge with a kind of slow grow league. Mm-hmm. So maybe you 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 just start out week one with a core set and then maybe you add a box a week until you get to three boxes and then you play a few weeks at that um mm-hmm. i think there's definitely something there yeah but there there's a lot of really interesting stuff to do in marvel crisis protocol right now and we have the mini extravaganza coming up very soon um we will be recording the next episode before it happens, but the episode after should be recorded either in the middle of or right after the mini extravaganza. Yeah, we're, I'm at uh, I'm at an event that Marcus is running on the mm. Saturday, at, um, and and time difference is a thing, so I guess it'll be in the afternoon for us. It'll start, so hopefully we're, uh, he's looking at trying to get some sort of projector or something so we can see some of the spoilers while we're playing. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm really excited for the for the mini extravaganza. They've shown so much amazing stuff recently. This oh, yeah. this wave with Dark Dimension and, and Convocation um, and Midnight Suns, I'm really excited for. I think they've done some really great things. Um, Dormammu's leadership, the leadership on on Convocation that can switch, um, the number of affiliated tactics cards, which is something I think they should have done right from the very start, is have much more affiliated tactics cards that really made the affiliation. Mm-hmm. I really love this whole wave that's sort of releasing. We're due to get Dormammu and Blade, uh, I think, next week in the UK. Um, I'm, and then they showed Hulkbuster, which was just amazing. It's like, oh yeah, but we this isn't even our mini extravaganza yet. Yeah. So I I'm really hyped to see what they mm-hmm. do for it because they've shown so much amazing stuff recently. Oh um, yeah, I think we're going I... to get the two size-changing characters in Miss Marvel and Hulkbuster in October, uh, and then the the mini extravaganza is going to cover their two-year anniversary November releases. Yeah, I'll be. I mean, I presume we're going to get Colossus and Juggernaut models because we know they're coming. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure we're getting a Blackbird, the the X Men plane, because it's we've seen the front and back of it in two shots that they've put up recently. So you they've think made... we're going to get more X Men for the two year anniversary? I I think we're going to get some. I wouldn't be surprised if we get Sentinel Raid. That's been on release list now for about a year. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think we'll get that. I think we're going to get the Blackbird as a terrain set because it it's just featured in pictures. Um, and nothing has been said about it. It's just been pictures of X Men, mm-hmm. but the black bit's been in the background. Um, and so, yeah, I think we'll see them. Maybe we'll see Fantastic Four. A lot of people seem to think so. Mm-hmm. Um, I... I'm not first on Fantastic Four. I have to say. Yeah, I I would not be surprised if we see Eternals. Yeah, movie tie-in does make sense. Um, I am honestly I... shocked we have not been shown a Shang-Chi model yet. Yes, yeah. Um, it's, it's, there's been some debate about how much AMG know. Now, clearly, Widow 2 was designed to come out when the film came out. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they must have some information. Um, mm-hmm. What that information is, whether it's Disney just saying... 
you should probably think about these characters or not. I don't know. But yeah, Shang-Chi is out next week, I think, in the UK. Um, uh, and... we It is a week from Friday. Yeah. Um, and, and Eternals isn't a bad shout. I think there's a lot of people who aren't Fantastic Four. I think they'll be quite disappointed with Eternals. I think Eternals uh, are much lesser known superheroes. I mean, I, I really um, anything Eternals, so... Yeah, and the other thing I could see is a S.H.I.E.L.D. affiliation. That'd be interesting. Uh, Nick Fury, <laughs> Quake, Phil Coulson, Maria Hill. Yeah. There's so much out there they can do. Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, like I said, I'm not first about uh, Fantastic Four personally, but I know loads of people are, so it'd be mm-hmm. pretty cool if they did because I think there'd be a, a lot of people hyped for them, more than would be hyped for the Eternals, I think. But yeah, and I did with... a three article set on the characters I want to see show up in this game that you can find on acrossthebyfrost.com. Okay, I think there's one thing Marvel we haven't talked about. Oh. Um, have you seen the latest Spider Man trailer? Ah, oh, okay. We are going to get into. Um, as much as I love this game, and I think this game is great, I do not care about the MCU. Oh, okay. It's... Uh, see, I do like the MCU. Um... So, it, it, for me, it's trying to emulate TV while, while just missing all the things I want from TV. Okay. And, like, their TV shows are hit or miss, but are getting closer to it than the movies ever have. Yeah, I guess it's weird to try and do a... a, Well, I guess because the MCU have done it in arcs, it's a bit like a comic run where they've tried to bring in kind of overlapping Mm -hmm. storylines. But I love Spider-Man. He's he's always been my favourite superhero from, like, the 90s cartoon. Mm -hmm. And I didn't read loads of comics growing up um, because they were quite expensive and I couldn't really afford them. But, you know, as I've got older, I've picked up kind of you know, the the comic collections you get as like a graphic novel with like a whole series running it. And now we have Marvel Unlimited, of course. So I've been doing lots of catching up. Um, yeah, it's, it's, there's a lot of stuff that I would love, that I would get excited about if the MCU were doing, but they're too new for the MCU to actually be doing. Yeah, fair enough. Well, by the time this episode goes out, I'm sure everyone will have seen the trailer. So yes. I can t- I can talk about the fact that uh, Alfred Manila is back, mm-hmm. um, who was, you know, a, a, the absolute highlight, him and Willem Dafoe, of the, of the first two Spider-Man films. I don't mind the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man, uh, you know, pre-MCU. He's, he's, I think a lot of people don't like him that much. I didn't think he was too bad. But Willem Dafoe, who looks like he's going to be in the new one pretty sure it's his voice in the new trailer and then of course we do get the reveal of alfred manila as, as doc Ock. i'm uh, i'm super excited for for the next spider-man i think tom holland is a great spider-man i love the first two and the trailer dropped this morning as we're recording this episode yeah i have specific severe issues with the mcu version of spider-man because i feel like it takes out the most interesting and potent part of Spider-Man for me. Which is? He's a, uh, he's poor. Yeah, that's fair. And I think that's something that, that the MCU version has completely bulldozed over in a way that leaves him not feeling like Spider-Man to me. Okay, I can see that. Yeah, a lot of my, um, kind of original attraction to him was you know I, I grew up quite poor myself and you know that kind of he he was the kind of everyday accidental hero who still had to kind of struggle through life um, and like had but, to had to work extra to make sure to pay for his for his superheroing equipment and stuff um, yeah and they got just completely cut out that entire portion of his character yeah, I think you can only do so much in films, though. And he's got Tony Stark as a friend. This is this is what really annoyed me in the Falcon and Winter Soldier TV series, was that, you know, Falcon was apparently really poor. It's like, he was Tony Stark's, like, best mate. Surely Tony Stark's billionaire family sought him out. Yeah, also, I... 
don't like Tony Stark as a character. Uh, I sort of do. Um, I think he's played very well by by Robert Downey Jr. I think I think he's a great performance. He's not a character I enjoy. Uh, I can see that he's quite kind of what's the word smarmy and arrogant. Um, mm -hmm. Anyway, I think we, I think we've we've gone off tangent again. That's so. yes. Um, so uh, for people, yes. So for people who are interested, the final list is. Nebula, Doctor Strange, Soul Gem, Iron Fist, Luke Cage, Valkyrie, Moon Knight, Blade, Baron Mordo, and Scarlet Witch. Uh, our tactics cards are Mark for Death, Pentagrams of Fuala, Heroes for Hire, All You've Got, Blind Obsession, Advanced R&D, and now I have to go find the two that aren't in the thingy Mababa. Uh, Siege, Siege of Darkness and Bats the Ghost Hound. Um... And then for our secures, we have Demons Downtown has our comeuppance come due. Mutant Madman turns city center into lethal amusement park. And Deadly Meteor mutates civilians. And our extracts are Panic Grips City as evacuation efforts continue. Struggle for the Cube continues. And Spider Infected Invade Manhattan. So yeah, this seems like a very fun time. Like it. Maximizing uh, Nebula and... I think certainly with all those hard hitters, um, people, opponents will have to make tough choices on uh, who they target. For sure. Um, if people wanted to reach out to you, where could they find you? Uh, so they can find me on the Danger Room Discord, the Marvel Crisis Protocol TTS Discord, the Morlocks Discord. Uh, I'm just Jonah, so I'm, I'm mm -hmm. easy. Um, yeah. Just shoot me. And if you want to find me, I am at. Uh, Alexa White on all the MCP discords, Gjipt on all the non-MCP discords. Uh, if you want to support the show, come support it at patreon.com slash Alexa White, where you gain access to the previously mentioned Morlocks Discord, uh, where we talk about all sorts of interesting stuff from uh, Marvel Crisis Protocol to television, because I am also a big fan of television. You also get a uh, bi-weekly show of me and a friend or sometimes me by myself sitting down and talking about TV. Um, if you want to see my formally, formally written reviews, like formal critique style written reviews, you can visit me at ggip.tumblr.com. And if you see, want to see me on live streams, I am occasionally on twitch.tv slash theboardgamedome. Every other Monday I'm on twitch.tv slash thefuzzynator. And then every Saturday and Sunday morning I'm at twitch.tv slash codabgames. Thank you very much for coming in onto the show. Thank you very much for having me. And keep experimenting, people.